Hey, hey, sisters. I'm so, so happy you are here to join me for episode 30. If you are someone who is struggling with your cravings in your hormone rhythm or in perimenopause specifically, if you're finding yourself depleted in the afternoon and reaching for treats and sugar and things like that, this episode is for you. I'm going to share with you what is happening in your body and the four key things that you need to understand and start with that will reduce your cravings within a week if you just trust me and lean on them. Are you ready? Okay, before I do that, I wanna remind you that this is the last week where you can apply for one of my September one-on-one intensive business, uh, sorry, intensive hormone health coaching sessions. This is where I am able to get into the nitty gritty of you and, and really help you implement, not just give you more information, but help you implement to feel better within four weeks. That is my focus and my promise to you throughout these sessions. If you need something quick and down and dirty, make sure you're hopping over and grabbing my hormone hacks. All the links are here in the bio. Now let's get to the good stuff. I'm ready. Are you? What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey sisters, how are you? I am excited to bring this podcast here with you today for two reasons. One, it is the 30th episode, which is very, very exciting. I feel like 30 is a big number. Pretty sure I cried on my 30th birthday. (laughs) Little did I know that 40 is so amazing. I'm happy to be here. So shout out to all my almost 40 year olds, past 40 year olds, 40 year olds. Um, Your 30s, you it's like, I feel like it's the beginning of eye-opening times, right? It's, it's as you reach kind of that 35 time, right? The, the perimenopause years, I, I call it the reckoning. It's, it's literally like when our body kind of finally reaches this point where how you've been treating it, both emotionally and physically, is like no longer cutting it or kind of comes to fruition and anything you've been trying to numb anything you've been trying to avoid it all kind of reaches this point in this reckoning where it's like i've headed up to here i'm not doing it anymore and you have a choice either you continue to live this lie and i'm gonna break down and it's gonna suck or you make the necessary changes. And that is why I think so many women reach this point. However, it's really important that I share with you that it doesn't have, like, you know, we think about this midlife crisis or this menopause time as a real like key point. I know I just called it the reckoning. If we learned earlier 
how to move in line with our body, how to understand its hormone rhythms. If we were taught this, if we were taught to turn in and listen to what our body was whispering to us when we were young, when we were going through puberty, when we were even younger than that, then we would be, we would not have, we would get to avoid this whole crisis, this whole hormonal crisis. Most of us, anyway, we get to avoid this entire hormonal crisis that starts to happen at this phase, right? So, you know, and I, I think it's so important to recognize, like I brought this up on a podcast I was interviewed on recently. It's so important to recognize that this is like the biggest example. The female body is like the biggest example of, you know, the ugly duckling story ever. We've been raised in a male society. We've been told our bodies are like male bodies. We've been taught it. We've been shown it. We've been exemplified it, if that makes sense. (laughs) And we are not in fact in male bodies. We are not in fact ducks. We are swans. And when we understand how a swan works, when we understand how to move like a swan, gosh, we really get to step into this beautiful place in our lives. So if we had learned it way earlier, it, we would have got, got we would been able to avoid this piece. But here we are, of course, in these years of 35 to 55, and you're having the reckoning. <laughs> and it's hard. And I know that. I understand that. So that's why I'm here. I'm trying, I'm here to help you, one, awaken to the fact that you do not have to feel this way and to support you through it and to help you understand how to start recognizing what your body is saying to it and then create the space without guilt or shame to move in line with it so that you can heal it. Because a healed body, sister, a healed body will release weight almost effortlessly. A healed body living in balance will max out your energy and you can feel amazing at any age. But we have to get to that point. We have to get to the healing and we're so far out of balance that, you know, and it of course, every stressor in life exacerbates that imbalance, right? Our body, our main female sex hormones that are having issues right now in our perimenopause years, estrogen and progesterone, are symbiotic, which means that when there's not enough of one, there's too much of the other. And both are causing issues for us. And of course, the more that we are stressed out, the more that we are inflamed, the more that we are out of sync with ourselves and not listening and going in sync, the greater that divide comes, becomes, becomes. That's a better word. So, and it just becomes so painful. I know for me, even now, I have to recognize sometimes, and it starts off usually as disrupted sleep, um, as having sugar cravings, as not being able to focus, as not being able to have consistent energy throughout the day. These are kind of my beginning indicators. But when things were so bad for me, I was barely sleeping. I had a lot of digestive issues. You know, I had a lot of issues with my skin starting to break out all over my body. I was exhausted all the time. And my my actual period itself, my menstruation was out of whack. And, and I just felt like half the month I was one person and half the month I was another person. So I'm here to tell you that the answer is underneath that, right? Just like a child who is tantruming. There's always a bigger issue behind that. We have to calm the tantrum and get to the bigger issue. And that's what's happening in our body. She's having a tantrum, sister, because of how we've treated her, because of how the world has taught us to ignore her, 
or to dictate to her. And now it's time to come back to this. So before I dive in to get to the goods, I want to remind you that these steps to getting to know your body, these steps to getting back to yourself, they are simple, but they're not easy because change is difficult and we're doing so many things at once. And I heard a really cool, a really cool analogy recently from my coach who said, you know, you can't see the whole picture when you're standing in the frame. And it's just, it's, it's so indicative of what it means to have a coach or have someone come and help you with these things or to reach out, you know, and get help and support in some way on these things. It is very hard for us to recognize all of what is going on and how to improve these things in a simple way without help. So This is the last week that I have some space for my September one-on-one intensives. If you want to apply, make sure you swipe up and grab the link. Uh, Alternatively, if you need something quick and down and dirty, please lean into my two-day hormone event. Don't be deceived by the name. You don't have to sit for two days. It's going to be two videos that actually get sent right to your inbox that are going to teach you exactly what is happening in your body so you have a bigger picture and understanding of what's happening. And knowledge is power. And then 10 hacks that you can start implementing right now to feel better on your own if, you, if you're if you too busy to be working one-on-one. Anyway, that is available to you. I want to talk today about nutrition because one of the most common things that I get asked, I want people are like, what should I eat? How should I eat? When should I eat? And I want to, you know, I can certainly tell, or what do you eat? I get a lot of that. And look, I can give you my meal plan. But I know and you know that you can Google meal plans, nutrition plans, how to eat, you know, it's all that information is out there. The problem is not that you don't know how to eat. The problem is that we are, it's, it's what is something that is getting in the way of eating in the healthy way. And you know, you and I both know if you're struggling in your body with weight loss specifically, you know you're having cravings and you're probably eating or indulging in foods that you you know aren't serving you. And look, I am all about doing things in joy and pleasure. But when you know you're having a regular occurrence of starting your day with caffeine or having a cookie in the afternoon or you know eating junky dinners cuz you're on the run when you're when you cannot say no to cravings, it's telling us there's a bigger picture here. So when it comes to what to eat and how to eat in perimenopause, I want to give you some of my kind of key hard and fast things that help me and the things to avoid just to give you some relief right away. Of course, one of the best things that you can do when you have the time and mental space for it is to do a gut and hormone health protocol to really clean out what has been inflaming you in your gut, right? A huge part of our hormone imbalance happens in our gut. Uh, And so when we are eating foods that are irritating us, and it might not be that we have a huge allergy, but even if we have just an intolerance or we've had so many intolerances, one type of food can actually be the food that breaks the camel's back. So you can always do a good gut and hormone health protocol, which helps remove the five highest inflammatory foods, right? That we're talking, we're talking soy, dairy, gluten, sugar, and corn. Remove these five things for four weeks and reintroduce them. But again, I can tell you what to eat at each meal, but the issue is not that you can't find that information. I know it because I used to be you. The issue is sticking to that information, isn't it? Isn't it, right? 
it's not that you don't know how you're supposed to eat every day. It's that come the afternoon when you're tired or you're depleted or you're stressed, you have a craving. And it's hard to say no to that craving, you know, or you reach nighttime and you just feel like it's been such a long day and you really want that glass of wine or you really, really want that ice cream or you just don't even care anymore, you know, and you're frustrated, but then you devour it and then you feel badly and you have that guilt. And I really want, I want you to enjoy treats. I want you to enjoy foods. I want all of us to without the guilt. So first of all, we need to remove the guilt from the food that we eat. But more than that, I want to share with you what is really happening in your body so you understand that is that just just saying no to a craving is like putting a band-aid on a festering wound. It's going to cover it. Yeah, it might give it a little bit of protection, but it's not fixing the bigger issue. And typically the reason we're having this craving and I and I I mean this in the kindest way, but as your coach I'm going to be super straight up here. Because sister to sister, we got to keep it real. No one has time for that. There's this these rumors that go around, right? Where it's like, well, I'm craving chocolate. Maybe I'm low in magnesium. Like, <laughs> that is a real thing, yes. However, it is the magnesium in dark chocolate. Most of us are not just having a couple squares of dark chocolate. Most of us are eating, you know, going back for the entire bag of chocolate chips. And I say this because I know, because that was me. I remember buying a whole bunch of M&M's and putting them all together because I thought that would be really fun and then never endingly eating those all of those M&Ms. Like I don't think my kids, they got barely any. I ate literally them all because two things. Once you start, you can't stop because sugar is more addictive than cocaine. But when we go to these things, it's because we're depleted, right? It's not that you're in, in a magnesium deficiency because honestly, we're so detached from how our body feels. We would have to be so in tune with our body to recognize that that's what the craving is. And we're just not. What's actually happening in your body when our body is overwhelmed, when it's in this imbalance and then the imbalance is being, when it's in an imbalance, it's constantly grinding and trying to bring it back to balance. So we have that happening in perimenopause. Okay, but on top of that, that imbalance is being exacerbated by and irritated and worsened by the amount of stress and cortisol that's coming into our lives at all times. Right. Cortisol from caffeine, from, you know, from certainly from what we're eating, from how we're moving our bodies or not moving our bodies, from how we're sleeping or not sleeping, from how all of just the general overwhelm of regular life. And no one has taught us to address these things. So it's grinding in the background like a computer with way too many tabs open. And that is why our battery is constantly drained. So we wake up in the morning, you know, even if you've had a crummy sleep, you've had some sleep, so you've got a bank of energy. By the afternoon, no matter what, that energy is gone. And your body is desperately looking when it is in, when it's in high cortisol, it's in fight or flight and it's desperately seeking some type of energy to one conserve for the fight or flight. So it's suppressed the metabolism, it's amped up fat storage, and it's desperately seeking more energy for it to keep going because no one's having a nap these days, are we? <laughs> so what that's where these cravings become almost insatiable almost impossible to say no to and some people can but then you're still not dealing with the underlying stress which is what's making you not be able to sleep at night right 
And yes, the issue with the craving, the issue with the, the sleep has to do with the hormones, but it's the bigger issue is the stress that's pissing the hormones off, if that makes sense. So it's kind of this big mess of two things together and we need to calm one to extricate the other and make it make it more manageable for us if that makes sense so you're you're hitting the afternoon or the evening and you're exhausted you're completely depleted and your body is desperate for some type of energy and of course the fastest way to get energy is carbohydrates specifically simple carbohydrates like like chips or crackers or cookies or chocolate or ice cream or whatever right wine anything like that the other thing we thought we do is to numb right? We've got, we're stressed at work. We've got problems at home. We've got something else we need to think about. And instead of dealing with that or managing it, we reach to numb, whether it's with food or with alcohol, right? And sometimes we don't even realize, I was talking to one of my girlfriends this morning who's been seeing an osteopath who was like, I'm, I'm so happy that I've gone to see this osteopath. And her children now are in their teens and you know, she didn't even realize how uncomfortable she was because since she'd had these babies, it's like she's been slowly more uncomfortable, right? Because our body shifts slowly into this discomfort and we don't always even realize the amount of stress, the amount of inflammation that is packed into our body that we're not releasing. And so the answer to reducing these cravings actually has way more to do with looking at our other four key health pillars. When we solidify, remember, I want you to think about your health and your energy and your ability to weight release as a table that has four legs, all right? These four legs are rest and sleep, like nutrition, movement, and pleasure. These are the four things that will determine our body's ability to stay in homeostasis. These four legs, these four pillars, when they're solid, our body is solid. And anything we choose to do, any tool we choose to pick up is going to allow us to achieve the goal that that tool was meant for, right? So if you're in a hormonally balanced body and you're like, hey, I wanna start doing a workout program, that workout program is gonna work for you. If you're in a hormonally balanced body and you're like, hey, I want to try intermittent fasting, it's going to work for you. If you're like, I want to, you know, train for a marathon, you're going to have that energy able to support you. If you're going to want to open a business, you're going to have that health base there, right? It's when we try to do these things, when we're our when our four pillars are not balanced, that things get worse. And our hormone, like we can, we end up gaining weight, even though we're trying to lose weight, we end up being more depleted, even though we're trying to work on getting energy and we get more brain fog and it just becomes a really tough cycle, which is extra hard on the female psyche because we're already hardwired to have guilt and shame over taking any time for ourselves. So the answer, my dears, my sisters is to come back to the four pillars. Okay. The very first thing we want to do is check in on our sleep. Okay. Cause remember sleep and pleasure are the only ways that we actively reduce cortisol in a body. Think of it like Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man eating the cortisol in the body. <laughs> Gotta love metaphors, right? So sleep, we need to have seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Now, if you are in, if you are someone, and I know many of you guys are like this, I used to be like this, who is completely out of whack with your sleep and you don't know why you feel like all your other things are fine. You need to look at your other pillars. 
Okay, because it's something in your other pillar that is causing your, your sleep to be rickety, right? We, we think it's like if one pillar is too much, then it's going to throw the table off. If one pillar is not enough, it's going to throw it off. If it's wiggly, it's going to throw it off, right? We, we need to look to all four pillars to, to, to balance out the table, right? So if you're waking up in the night or you can't sleep in the night, then we have to look to the other four pillars to figure out what's going on. And this is what I do, you know, more deeply in my one-on-one sessions is be able to get much more specific into you and what's happening in your life to create habits that are going to have those solid pillars and bring you back to health. And you know, you're in balance when your energy is consistent from morning to night when you have a clear head when you don't have uh, insane cravings and when you're sleeping well that's how I know I'm in balance and that's how you can too okay so let's just bring it back to these four pillars one more time for you so that you understand and then I'll give you a couple other key hacks that I love when it comes to nutrition that helps me get back to health so we know we need to sleep seven to nine hours, okay? What we also know is that we need movement. And by movement, I do not need being fitness. I do not mean running. I do not mean heavy lifting. I do not mean crossfitting all my crossfitters. I know I feel you out there. I love a hard workout. However, all of those forms of hard work- workouts, anything anaerobic, anything like that is going to push you to a place that adds more cortisol to the body. That's what it does. It's trying to change the body. Okay, what we need is to release. We need to expand, which means every day you need to prioritize a walk, you need to prioritize yoga, you need to prioritize stretching. This is how we release stress in the body through expansion and meditational movement like walking. Okay, so that's the type of movement we want. If you're out there doing hard workouts and you're depleted the rest of the day, you have to stop the workouts. You can throw tomatoes at me all you want. I had to stop for four months. And now I never get back there again. Now I sleep well. And I know that I am stressed in other areas of my life if I'm not sleeping well. Maybe I'm not doing the best in my nutrition, okay? And I can fix those pieces. Okay, when it comes to our nutrition, what we need is to never start our day with caffeine that exacerbates the program. problem. We need to pull back on the alcohol. In fact, wipe it out for three or four weeks. I know it sucks, but it's just three or four weeks. You can do this. It's not a big deal, okay? It's going to help you get back to where you are. The obstacle is the way. Typically, if you're avoiding it, it's probably because you need to do it. And focus on just three meals a day, okay? Just three meals, four if you need it, and start each meal with veg, it's not that complicated. Add some spinach to your eggs, put, you know, have a greens, put some greens in your smoothie. Like, gosh, even just cut up some cucumbers if you have to. It doesn't really matter, but start your, your meal with, with, with veg. It's going to lower your blood sugar spike of anything else that you eat. It's a nice little bonus hack for you. And start your day with greens. It's the simplest, most rehydrating thing that is going to support your cravings all day long. Just by filling the micronutrient gaps in your nutrition, okay? And it's gonna rehydrate you. And of course, the final piece is pleasure. Now, I wanna tell you about pleasure that I think is so important. We are starved for pleasure. It is hard for us to get it right now, to find time. And as women, again, we're, we're conditioned to find joy in our children and, you know, like never take any time for ourselves because we feel guilty about that. So consider this as one of my very favorite pleasure tips. Go and sort yourself out with an orgasm. It is the perfect way to get pleasure and also rupture pent-up energy in your body. 
what daily, I'm telling you daily, daily in your shower, I don't care, wherever, just do it, okay? Daily, these four things are gonna make such a significant impact and will wipe away your cravings. Trust me, because what it does is that it, the pleasure and the sleep help reduce the cortisol and the movement and the nutrition keep more cortisol from coming in. And all of a sudden your body stops grinding in the background and you're gonna have a bit more energy. You're gonna be able to exhale and release. Okay, if you loved this episode, if there was something I said in here, if there's a question that you have, hit me up in my DMs. It's me that answers them. I am here for you and I want so much to, to, reach you where you are at and answer your questions right where you're at. If there's a topic you want me to cover, just send it to me. Um, I am here for you. Please share this episode, rate it on iTunes, or I think that's the only place you can rate it or Spotify. Let me know that you're liking this or that this is helpful. Share it with a friend or a fellow sister who needs it. And just know that we are working towards being more in our life and not just less on a scale, but you can do that by feeling amazing at any age. All right, catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.